0: Hello, I'm Jay. And I'm Bodhi. Pastor's here at Victor Alabang.
1: And you're listening to Preaching in Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it to practice today. We're here uh, in our next and and second week of this series, Preaching in Practice. And we've entitled this, subtitled this uh, part of the preaching, Make One. And uh, if you're listening to this, make one or, or make a disciple. Last week we talked about how to be a disciple. And, and this week, we're going to talk about how do we, as people of Jesus, make disciples. Diba?
0: That's true, Jay. and. I understand how this can be so overwhelming and seemingly daunting for some. Me, personally, before I transferred to this church, Victory, uh, I was just a regular church attendee and I thought that was basically it. It wasn't until I attended here that people were encouraging me, oh, go and preach the gospel, go and make disciples. And I'm yes. like, okay, that's not for me. Maybe it's for the pastor, but not for me. And I I believe some of the people listening uh, are thinking that too.
1: Yeah, in fact, so some of you might be sitting in church and saying, "I'm, I'm a... F- okay Christian, I give to the church, I read my Bible, I pray, but you know, talking about my faith might not be a thing for me. For if others. Pastor JJ na lang yan. <laughs> <laughs> dun yan sa mga Bode Cruz, <laughs> um, They have more influence or maybe they're more uh, eloquent. Uh, they have better stories to tell. Mm-hmm. My Christian story is not as interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and we'd like you to consider that, that really, as we talk about today, um, that it's not about that. Yes. That it's not about um, your abilities, <laughs> your limitations, mm-hmm. or even your story. Yeah. In fact, um, last week we talked about this part of the scripture, yung John 15, and it's a wonderful, wonderful preaching. And we talked about how by abiding in Christ, we abound. You know, yung, uh, your your experience listening to the preaching. Uh
0: I guess what really struck me is that abounding or bearing fruit or making disciples is simply a byproduct of us really spending time with Jesus. I think it is inevitable when you experience something or when you build a new relationship with someone and you really enjoy it and you're transformed by it, man, you can't help but talk about it. We see that happening in movies and television shows. When it comes to food, man, when you scroll through Instagram, a lot of people promote these things and you know that they enjoyed it. And uh, when last week we talked about this, there is nothing better than our relationship with God. So naturally, um, if you spend time with Jesus, Mm -hmm. if you spend time with God, you can't help but share about him
1: that's amazing that's an amazing illustration of how it looks like diba right? you, you eat a really good food and you immediately want to tell your friends yeah try to, masarap to or or you you go to a nice movie or a great vacation you want your friends to experience what you've experienced and in in a sense you know um one story stands in the mind uh, i think in, in the first week of the series we also uh sometime you know in the book of Matthew in mm-hmm. the story of Peter and his brother and Jesus we find that in, Ma- in in Matthew uh how Jesus engaged and 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 talked to uh Peter and and really journeyed with them eventually. Yeah. Um, we see a pattern here uh when it comes to uh discipleship it gives us a picture of why we're doing it also the first question that you may be asking is, Bakit ba? Bakit ako ng or Why? Why do I need a disciple? Why should I be part of this? And, and we, we heard this from last Sunday. Uh, one, the most important foundation and motivation is that because we are loved, yeah. you know, because we abide, we experience as part of the vine, uh, we are attached to Him, uh, we experience love and therefore we we want to pass on that love. We want to share that love. And in a sense, we see that in Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Peter eventually, as church history would tell you, would eventually disciple Mark. And Mark will eventually disciple other leaders in the church. That's also true of John. You know, how he would eventually disciple the likes of Polycarp and the rest of, of church fathers. And this is because, again, they have experienced a love yeah. that they really want to share. Why are we making disciples? Because we have been called to follow. And therefore, we're excited to share that, right? And I think, uh, like reading from the call of
0: Jesus to Peter, he said there, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Mm. So, you know, it's really our journey with him and he will be the one to equip us. He will be the one to transform us so that we could effectively, of course, share share him to other people. We see that in the life of Peter. I mean, he started out as a fisherman who was yes. second-guessing himself and whatnot. And... Uh, You know, he spent years with Jesus and eventually we see him preaching the gospel to thousands and leading the church. And Mm. um, if you're listening right now and you think that it's, you know, I don't think I can be able to do that. uh, If Jesus was able to do it in the life of Peter, (laughs) uh, he would be able to do it in our lives as well.
1: And that's why in in this preaching and. prayer Preaching and Practice Podcast, we will try to ask three questions mm-hmm. uh, in, in the next few minutes. We're going to talk about this. How do we do this practically, right? If we know that we are doing this because we have been loved, we are loved by God and therefore we want to share this love to other people, how do we do that? So three important questions. First is, what are we going to do? Or what story do we tell?
0: I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that everyone has to, you know, just <laughs> just get through. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can share because I haven't even read the whole Bible. I don't even know. I'm not really? as deep as, in theology as JJ or my victory group leader. So I don't think I can be able to share the gospel.
1: And, and yes, this, this hurdle that makes us feel like I'm not yet an expert and I'll wait for that time where I know the Bible in and out and, and then that would be the time for me to share it. It's, it's just so counterintuitive to the story of the Bible. Yeah. The Bible itself tells you that when people encounter Jesus they may not have the deepest or the most um, elaborate theology, but they have an experience and yes. a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really, it's, it's amazing. Kaya nga, when we talk about um, what to do when we engage people and share the gospel, um, many times we use the term evangelism, right? Or, or, or discipleship. And it, those are big words. It's a parang ah, really? How do I do evangelism? Um, maybe one way to think about this is telling your Jesus story. What did Jesus do in your life? Um, I was I was telling this story before we started. Um, like a month ago, I was heading to Victory Fort and I was riding a Grab. And and once I rode the. The, the car, I, I immediately noticed that he was playing a Christian song. So I kind of had the hint that he, this guy's a Christian. And he started... To, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he started conversing and then he started, you know, asking questions about my family. And of course, I was just trying to converse with him. And then he started talking about his life. How his family was and how what Jesus did in his life. How he almost broke off with his wife. But because of the grace of God... They were restored, and his family now is enjoying the goodness and the grace of God. And he ended with asking, sir, And of course, I was just listening to this and was not telling him that I was a pastor. And I said, "Actually, I'm also a believer of Jesus, and it's great. And I'm just so encouraged because this guy might not have the deepest theological stuff, <laughs> but he has a story to tell. And I believe you also listening to this, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. I." I
1: believe every
0: person who has experienced Jesus has at least one story to tell. And if we're being honest, man, we will have over a hundred stories to tell with the grace that we experience every day. So it's just really a matter of, again, um, breaking that mindset that I need to be an expert before I start sharing about Jesus to other people.
1: And this is not to downplay uh, the role of reading your scripture and, and prayer and community. Those are so important and we really encourage you to continue growing. But if if what is hindering you is, is not knowing a lot, you know, just imagine the Samaritan woman. That Jesus engaged. This is a one-time engagement. A few minutes, maybe an hour, Mm -hmm. you know. And and then after this conversation with Jesus, she went back. This is in John. And she went back to her village and then just told everybody what she experienced. That this guy knows my story and she knows me. and He's offering me life. Mm -hmm. And everybody in that village was turned to Jesus. And this is before she took a class or before she read the whole… She does not even know a lot about this New Testament thing. But she has one thing. A story to tell. And, re- and really, we encourage you, start thinking about that.
0: Yeah. When we talk about this story, people would probably um know, uh, understand what it is when we say that it is actually your personal testimony. Mm-hmm. So it is a testimony of how you… um. Who you were before? Yes. Um, how you encounter? How Jesus encountered you? How you met Jesus, and uh, what happened after that? How he, how he dramatically transformed our lives uh, that lead us to preaching uh, or sharing to other people about Him.
1: Yeah, because people can dispute our theology, mm-hmm. people can dispute our knowledge or our disciplines, but they cannot dispute our story. Yes, that's true. <laughs> they cannot. You know, they cannot second-guess the story of a life that is transformed. And um, I've heard of countless narratives of people who have been radically changed. Or maybe, there's their thing. Here's the thing. Maybe your testimony is not that of, I used to be a drug addict Mm -hmm. or I used to be this. Maybe your story is really a story of someone who grew up in a Christian home. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 you you heard this Jesus and and but but you never really made a commitment and 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 one day you experience him personally. It's no no magical thing, no no quote unquote uh, signs and wonders. Yet it's really genuine and true. I encourage you. Just think about that and and share that story. Yeah, you know,
0: uh, I think that's another thing that stop people from sharing about Jesus to others because, oh, my story is not that dramatic. Mm. Oh, their stories are better. Oh, he was an addict before. Oh, they almost broke up or stuff like that. Again, it is not a battle of testimonies. We are all, you know, we all have that same um, goal which is to introduce Jesus to other people. And sometimes it can be as simple as, you know… God provided for my tuition. I mean, that's not simple, but it's not overly dramatic. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, he healed me when I was sick. Uh, We all have our own stories and we do not need to dramatize it or embellish it uh, because at the end of the day, you know, it, Anything with Jesus in it is powerful. And more than our stories, uh, I believe it will be Him who will speak to those people.
1: Yes. And, and that, that leads us to the second question. If our first question is, is really what do we tell? And that's the Jesus story. That Jesus Christ was, was born. He lived the perfect life. Died a gruesome death and rose again. And if we believe in Him, we will receive eternal life. And in fact, today we can live that eternal life with him until we meet him again. The second question that we, we need to ask is how does it look like practically? Mm-hmm. You you mentioned this, Canina, when you talk about the testimony, that's a very practical how, you know, telling your story. And and you know, you were talking about your life before, your life in Christ, your life um as you journey with when you met Christ and as you journey with Christ. Yes. So and, and listen to that pattern. Before Christ meeting, Christ. meeting Christ. In Christ. In Christ. The center is not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the center is Christ. Yes. Telling a story is about Christ. Telling our genuine transformation stories would be centered on who Jesus is. And, and the one practical step also, one practical way uh, and I've seen people who are amazing with this is invitations. Yes. Um, there are people who are really good conversationalists and they tell great stories but there are people that are engaging so much so that they can invite you. Yes. Uh, I, I remember a good friend of mine in college who um, he is not you know, a, a very powerful speaker. He's not those one of those guys, talaga, social animals, so to speak. Pero he invites everybody to to coffee, to church, or to their victory group, and I'm just amazed. And it, you know, to some extent, there's a gifting to that. Pero to some extent, it's so practical you could try it. Yeah, you know, just to mention. Alam mo, minsan may, may may gathering kami or minsan may lunch kami. Why don't you join us? That's An true. An invitation. And you can invite people um, if
0: they're not yet ready for the church service per se. You can invite them to your victory group or even to worship night. We have a lot of engaged activities that we have as well. Or simply, probably you could invite him to a game night with fellow Christians. You know where you yes. could just show people that hey, we're not really that strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we can enjoy stuff as well so yeah um, there are a lot of times when we think oh I need to preach the gospel in one sitting I don't think I can engage exactly. sometimes it's as easy as an invitation and you allow God to speak to that person
1: in fact maybe that's a dinner That you just, you know, you gather around good food and then you invited somebody. You don't have to sound spiritual. In fact, I mean, you know, when did we ever think that we need to sound spiritual over conversations? And and we really just need to be who God designed us to be.
0: I think one of the factors like for you to be effective when it comes to invitation is really having that relationship with that person. And uh, I know how it has worked for some. But I pray that we would not… Lead people falsely, like oh, let's have lunch, and then after lunch, oh, I'm bringing you to church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I pray that they would know what they were,
1: they mm. are getting into, and it's so important the the role of relationship. Another way to do it is is to through acts of service. Service, um, and and it's amazing how people may reject our story, or maybe they would even reject our, uh, you know. Are, are church invitations, but they would not reject an act of service that is born out of love. You know, and, and it can be as simple as if you are a businessman, you see an employee going through something. For you to pause and to serve that employee by asking, Oy, ka mustaka? you don't look okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds so simple, but but that can be a bridge to a conversation. Yeah. And that could be an, an eye-opener to these people now. Wow. My boss cares. <laughs> hmm.
0: I think that's a very important word, care. Uh, every time we would have that desire to preach the gospel, let's remember to do it out of care, out of love. We're yes. not entering a debate. We're not trying to, you know, force someone to, hey, listen to me and believe what I believe in. Um, A lot of the people uh, who really open up their heart see genuine care in the person who is reaching out. And one of the best ways that we can show that is still um, not just with our words but with our actions. And we have seen how a lot of people, um, no matter how hard their hearts were and no matter how high their walls were, um, it was slowly uh, broken, or so their hearts were slowly softened as they were shown kindness and love. Of course, again, we have to be intentional. Not, not saying that we are the ones doing this. But that we are still careful to point them back to
1: yes. Jesus. I remember a story of one of our Real Life Scholars. And he he was talking about how when, when he became a Christian through our Real Life Scholarship Program. Um, he he really experienced a kind of love from God. And and he went home and his parents weren't really okay with that. uh, With him, quote-unquote, in their words, changing religion. Um, But then this this scholar of ours just continued serving the family. You know, just continued, you know, uh, washing the dishes and doing things that um, he normally wouldn't do. Yet, because he realized that out of love, I want to show my parents... That this Jesus thing really made a dent in my life. So he started sharing. He started doing the things. And now, his parents are part of our church. And they're also doing… Uh, he, they just finished our, our Victory Weekend last year. Wow. And it's amazing how service can turn hearts.
0: That's good. So if you're trying to reach out people at home, definitely help with the chores. Uh, <laughs> you know, Don't just lie down there and not talk to people. Uh, serve them when, when it comes to your office. Helping out people. Uh, helping out people finish their uh, work if you have uh, spare time. Or sometimes uh, it's just simply sitting down and spending time with a person. Listening is, I believe, uh, one of the greatest acts of service. A lot of people love to talk nowadays. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it comes to preaching the gospel, let's let's remember
1: that... um, it's more important to listen yes. uh, a lot of times. Which leads us to the last question, I think, for this uh, podcast is, so where do I start? Or who do I start with? And, and, and um, you have thoughts on this, Kanina.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people would usually think, oh, I have to make disciples here in church. Or, oh, do I need to go on, on the, to the nations or whatever. You know, uh, starting, where to start, simply where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember the story of that uh, demoniac, the Mm -hmm. person who was uh, possessed with uh, many demons. And after Jesus uh, set him free from all of those demons, he was asking, uh, he was saying, I want to go with you. I want to go with you wherever you go. And Jesus simply said to him, you know, if you really want to follow me, you stay here. Mm -hmm. You stay here and tell them about what I have done for you. So, Basically, where you are right now, Jesus has saved us not only for ourselves but for those people around us, our loved ones, so that they too may hear about who He
1: is. And, and it can be some of the toughest places. I mean, really, I understand. Like with, To start with your family, to start with your friends or or your, your classmates. But really, wherever you are right now, it's, it's the best place to start with your circle. In fact, I, I believe it also starts with being sensitive yeah. to what God is saying. Leading you. And there are moments, and I know for sure some of you who are listening have experienced this. There's a nudging in your heart, a voice in your ear maybe telling you, pray for that person, or or bless that person with something, or or maybe approach that person. And and do not ignore those moments, you know. Really, those moments are, are moments where we can really depend on the Holy Spirit that He's doing something. Yeah. In fact, here's the thing: if if you fear like, um, eh, baka, baka the fact that God is talking to you and He's giving you that nudging in your heart, I believe that God is also working in the heart of that person. That's true. And and the, the moment you step out of faith and, and start with that conversation, start with that prayer, I believe God is working in the heart of that person.
0: And another thing, we are called to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Speak about Him yes. to other people. The conversion part, that's not our job. Yes. Again, that's the job of the Holy Spirit as you have mentioned a while ago. So, I think that's another thing that keeps people from preaching the gospel. I might fail. Uh, mm-hmm. What is your gauge of success or failure? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that you know, if I didn't, I wasn't able to make him say the sinner's prayer or accept Jesus yes. Christ, I failed. I, I would say no, mm-hmm. because again, the fact that you open your mouth and yes. spoke about Jesus, that in itself is a win already, and you know, you planted the seed in the heart of that person, and in. God's perfect timing. He will be the one to allow that seed to grow as well. Um, I remember one of the parents of our real life scholars as well. Um, She just finished her victory weekend and now she's starting to share about Jesus Mm -hmm. in their office. And, you know, people are just laughing at her because, again, they're referring to her old life. Oh, what what are you saying? You're not like that. And, again, uh, when it comes to making disciples or preaching the gospel, I do not want, the people listening to miss this point, definitely there will be uh, challenges. Yes. Definitely there will be uh, mocking of mm-hmm. some sort. But then again, uh, we, we one thing that we are to remember is that we are not doing this on our own. Yes. Uh, again, the promise of Jesus Christ. Before yes. He left, he, he gave this call to us but He promised that He will be with us up to the end of age. Uh, yes. that's, that's said in
1: yeah.
0: uh, the end of Matthew.
1: Yeah. In fact, that's that's an image that we, we really want to end with as we talk about um, making one in the most practical way to start with a Jesus story. To really, um, when we ask how do we do it, we can do it to testimony, invitation, service. And then if you're asking where do I start, who do you start with, maybe you could start with your own circle and just being sensitive to the working of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 28, as you we were mentioning, mm-hmm. he gave this command to go. You know, And make disciples of all nations. But we need to not miss out the fact that He said first that it is by His authority that is given in heaven and on earth. And then He also has a promise. Not only a command, but a promise that He will be with us as we go and really make disciples. So if you're here, you, follower of Jesus, you're listening, I want to encourage you. We want to encourage you. Go and make disciples, knowing that the one who sent you is with you. In fact, we really want to pray with you. Yes.
0: Okay, let's just pray for these, uh, for the people listening and of course for ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. So. Lord, we thank you. Thank you first and foremost that you have allowed us to experience your grace, to know who you are. And I pray that every person listening would really grow deeper in our relationship with you and in our knowledge of you. And we know that as we continue to just spend time with you and enjoy your presence. We know that naturally you will be the one to put that desire in our heart to share the gospel to other people, to share about who you are to other people. Lord, thank you for your reminder that we are not doing this on our own, that you are with us every step of the way. I pray that you give us the boldness. I pray that you even give us the right heart. Be the one to drop the names of the people that you would want us to reach out to. And, uh, yeah, just give us the strategies, give us the right words, give us the right heart. Open doors of opportunity for us to be able to minister to them, oh Lord God. And we even thank you because we know that as you have placed those names in our hearts, um, you are working in their hearts as well. Lord, I pray, even for those people who are actively reaching out to their family and friends, yes. Lord, thank you that uh even though we might not see it, we know that you are at work in their hearts. And we know, Lord God, that in your perfect time, they too will surrender their lives to you and put their complete trust in you. Mm -hmm. Once again, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we know that you are with us and with that, there is no failing. So Lord, uh, thank you that you're going to move not only in the lives of other people but also in our hearts. Once again, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. That's amazing. We really encourage you. Go and make disciples because Jesus is with you.
0: Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on our website, www.victoryalabang.church.
1: While you're at it, you can share it with your friends to tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode. God bless you.